Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for today. Father God, thank you for coming into our presence. Thank you for filling our hearts. Lord God, we want to thank you for our renewed first year journey. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for guiding each and every one of us. Thank you for, and we are looking forward to the adventure that is still ahead. Father God, we pray for a heart of wisdom to hear your voice. And we pray for, um, to trust and to obey you as you prepare us, Lord, to be your vessels. Father God, we just pray a prayer of blessing to our pastors. Father God, bless them with wisdom and knowledge and guidance, Lord, as they lead our church. Father, bless our church as we grow and flourish for your kingdom's purpose. And Father, bless the hands and feet that forms the body of this church, dear God. And as you say in Psalm 90, verse 17, may the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the works of our hands for you. Yes, Lord, establish the works of our hands. We thank you for your blessing and for your favor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Natalie. Okay, so what we're going to do this morning is we're just going to hear some stories of God's goodness in people's lives. And uh, if we've got a little bit of time at the end, um, if there's anybody who would like to share, we'll give you an opportunity to do that. So I'm going to encourage you to just relax and I'm going to encourage you to open up your hearts and just to say, Lord, if there's something that you want me to hear specifically from what people say today, would you just quicken that to my spirit, quicken it to my heart, okay? So don't go to sleep, remain attentive, and when you hear somebody give testimony to God's goodness, express your joy. The church normally uses this word, they go, amen. It means so be it. Yes, I'm in agreement. So if you want to go, amen, that's okay. You can do that in this church. Sylvia, come and share with us what God's been doing in your life. <laughs> I'm little enough to ask it. <laughs> um, well, as you all know, or most of the church family knows, I had cancer 12 months ago. And... Um, it was removed in October last year, and I was on chemo. A few weeks after, I had to have the chemo, uh, the removed, cancer removed again because it regrown. But all the time I had this cancer, the prayer group and the church family was all praying for me. And I must admit, I had a little bit of doubt that second time around whether I would be cured. But God is good. And the prayers were answered, and I now I'm clear of cancer. So thank you for your prayers and all your good wishes, and thank you, Lord. What a great Lord he is. Thank you. Awesome, Sylvia. Thank you so much. She's a real blessing. She really and truly is. Okay, um, next on my list is Gregory. Greg's going to come and this is Greg, everyone. He's just going to come and share what God's done in his life. You can stand or you can sit. I'll stand. Good morning, church. Um, happy birthday. Yeah, first year. Um, just got some notes here so I don't lose my place. So the last year has been great. Um, joining this new church, um, it's really been great. One of my favorite parts is actually the fellowship. And... Um, during this year, we've joined a connect group, and that's just been amazing. Those uh, small groups are really very powerful, and you make really strong connections. 
Um, so that's been great. Uh, the guest who's coming to dinner was fantastic. Um, if you guys haven't signed up, uh, I would recommend it if you're available. Um, and just meeting new people, it's really been good. The fellowship has really been strong. Um, and then the preaching has been great. And um, So, um, the two preachers that really sat with me this year, or the two messages this year, um, actually wasn't done by Andrew. <laughs> it was actually done by Eugene. Um, and I want to share how those messages are actually uh, part of my story with uh, Jesus Christ. So, the first one he spoke about was the, um, um, the revival. Um, and... If you guys can remember what he said about revival was that it's the sudden and sovereign movement of God, the saturation of the Holy Spirit. Um, and he quoted uh, Brian Edwards. He said, it's an awesome awareness of God's presence. Right? The second one I'll, I'll touch on and be part of my story as well is uh, the Beatitudes. Um, the first Beatitude about um, um, poor, uh, blessed is the poor in spirit. Um, so if I tell you about my story um, and um, when I actually first met Christ um, was when I was about 24 years old. I grew up in a family that didn't really know Jesus Christ. It wasn't a spiritual family at all. It was more of a, a, a family of wild parties and drunkenness pretty much. So as a 24-year-old, I was living the life, you know, like, you know, most, a lot of Australians who actually don't know Christ, they think they've got everything going for them. Everything's provided. I had a good job. Um, I had lots of friends. I was, you know, I was going out scuba diving, holiday skydiving. I was doing all the fun things. Lots of lots of great, fantastic things. Not thinking that I need God at all. So that's where the first lesson comes in. The blessed are the poor uh, in spirit. I, I did not have that blessing at all because I didn't think I needed God. Not at all. You know, I, I was living the life, no problem, happy days. Um, and then I was driving along. Um, perfectly fine on the highway, thinking my life is fantastic, and boom, out of nowhere, God said to me, I am. And like straight away, I just knew that God was real. I wasn't looking for him, I wasn't at church, I didn't even know a Christian, right? And I just knew, and I was driving on the highway, this we can get an AM, uh, amen. Um, I was just screaming, on the, I was just driving along the highway, knew God was real, and I just went like, woohoo, like the Homer Simpson, and it was just amazing. I was just filled with joy. I couldn't believe it. I was going down the highway. I didn't even know what to do. I just started praising. I didn't even know how to praise. I didn't go to church. And I was just like, God's amazing. He's amazing. And, and he's real. He's real. And that is what revival's like. So when we were preaching about revival uh, a couple of weeks back, and you think, well, how does that actually happen? Like, it happened to me. It was just, no one was praying for me. I didn't have a, or I didn't know if people were praying for me, but I, but I wasn't at church. Uh, people weren't doing anything for me. Um, I wasn't in trouble. I wasn't doing anything that was, was wrong. And uh, my whole life just changed, like, immediately. So I get home. don't know who to speak to. I'm just filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, and the only person I knew that was a Christian was this crazy person at work, Tandy Rule. She used to go to church. You know, she used to talk about baptism. She used to tithe. She gave money to the church, like 10% of the money. She's insane. Um, so as soon as I get to, um, get to work the next day, I'll phone her. Well, I'll phone her, I'll go up to her, and I'll tell her my experience. She tells me to come and join her church. Um, and, and that's the start of, of, of my journey with, with God. And my life just turned around in the next year and, and ever since then. And I didn't know what folly I was actually living. So 
before I met Christ, all those things were just, just folly, right? Um, but I didn't realize. I thought it was, you know, this was a great life I was living. Um, so how did that actually happen? You know, how did I actually get this gift from God, you know, that I actually knew that God was real? And it was all about prayer. It's about prayer of, of the saints, right? So my wife now, her uh, mom was praying always for her husband. She never knew who I was. But right from when, when Serena was, you know, I don't know when, but when she was young, um, her mom started praying for, for her husband one day. Um, guys at school, I never knew they were praying for me, but there were church groups at school. And um, later on, it was revealed to me that these guys were praying for me. They even came up to me, one guy, Justin Jeffries, came up to me and said, you know, we were praying for you. And I was like, oh, thank you. My biology teacher, teacher they were praying for me. And all these things were revealed to me that how strong prayer is, right? So as we go forward as a church, just as part of the encouragement, is, you know, I strongly believe revival is, even if it's by one person, and not just thousands of people, it can happen at one person at a time. Keep praying for those people who don't think they actually need God, um, or people you don't even know. Just pray for people to, to have that experience that I did. Um, it was amazing. So, anyway, that's my story. Thanks, Greg. It really is great just to see how God works in people's lives and the change that he brings. And I think that's a great encouragement to remind ourselves because every one of us has got people in, around us in our lives who don't know Jesus. And the power of prayer can affect great, great, great change. Um, I'm going to ask Eugene if he's going to, would, would mind just coming to share. And here I thought I'd fill in if there was nobody else. <laughs> um, this has been an interesting year, to say the very least, uh, because not only is God dealing in our hearts, uh, but I see him dealing in yours. And one of the things that really have stood out for me this year is seeing how individuals have grown spiritually. Um, Pete, different man. Completely different man. Your heart is completely sold out to God. And it's been so encouraging just to see that. Um, there have been so many, Craig and Kirsty, wow, from the first time you came to where you are today, it's just amazing. And, and, and look at you, so involved, and, and God is using you. And, and that is the joy. In fact, you have grown. And look at you sharing a prophetic scripture a week ago, two weeks ago. It's really cool. And what it, what's really going to start happening is we're going to start relying on each other to be all of those elements that need to be in the body of Christ so that we can share gifts with each other. The Holy Spirit pours those gifts out for us to share them and enjoy them as a collective. But if you fearful or uncomfortable to share your gift, we all miss out. One of the amazing things that I've seen just recently is that we're starting to feel more comfortable and safe with each other, and so we can stand up. Jacqueline shared a communion that was such a sensational breakthrough in her spiritual life and for us, because she made it real. And, and our relationship with Jesus has got to be real. 
I, I remember you not wanting to pray, and then you did. And then we couldn't keep you quiet because God was doing things in your heart. And, and I've seen David. I, I remember David when, when we started sharing on the things of, of the Holy Spirit and the gifts and so on. You, you, you seemed quite tense and, 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 and stiff. And then something happened. And God plugged the power in and you've been on fire. And it's just so exciting to see how God impacts a life and changes it. And so that's the best thing I think we can celebrate on this birthday. Thank you. Thanks, Eugene. I'm going to ask Chi to come and also just share a little bit about his view on things and what God's been doing. Don't think you want me to do that, Andrew. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just thinking, um, just yesterday, really, what, what to reflect on, um, because it has been quite a journey. Uh, one thing I remember, and I was just having a chuckle with Andrew earlier, was, you know, one of the last things Andrew said when we were kind of finishing off Saints was, I will never, ever get involved with a church again that requires you to set up and pack down. <laughs> Oh, and that was, <laughs> but then two years later, three years later, wow, I just, I just remember just at the beginning of this journey in July, just, just seeing how God was putting pieces together, you know, how, how you know, your, your work had come to an end, uh, and then there was an availability of your heart just, just to launch into something that God had, and, and my, what, what that has become. Really, as I, as I look around this room. You know, all it takes is a heart that's willing to let God do what he wants to do. <laughs> and this is probably why he's kept me away, because I ain't But you know, there was, but yesterday he just reminded me just of 1 Corinthians in chapter 11, where he just talks about how the body of Christ, you know, God put all those pieces, all the parts together. And it reminded me of just, again, in that beginning of that journey, how with Lindsay and Pete, I didn't come to you. You called me up one day out of the blue and just said, oh, I heard something might be stirring. And then we meet, and look what, look what God has pieced together here in Renew through Lindsay and Peter. How family, they've been afar for a season. I just look at Glenn and Artie. You went over east. We thought we were saying our goodbyes for good two years ago. And yet, back here again with the family. There are so many things, so many faces, so many people that I love. And I love how God has put this together and the new faces that he has made part of renew it is just so special and you know i have a unique perspective than you guys right now because i get to be away and come back and really it every time it reminds me of just how special this community is i visited a church three weeks ago 
And all I felt in my heart was, I just wish I was back home. I wish I was worshipping with our family. And that is special. That is only of God. That is what God has done at Renew. And it's only the beginning. It's crazy to think it's been a year, but this is only the beginning. And in that, I'm just so excited for what God is going to be putting us through because it will be a challenge but I think it would keep on drawing us closer together to what he wants to do and that's really what my heart is feeling it's just being there with a willing heart to allow God to do what he wants to do through us and there is one thing the most important thing that does occur for me every time it's how this community brings me back to my first love Despite the distractions, despite all those hectic things that happen in our life, one thing that happens every time I come back to this family is you remind me to keep looking at my first love, and that is Jesus. And that is what this community is all about. Jesus. It has to be. Otherwise, we're getting it wrong. So, year one, I know and I feel that that has been our journey. So let's see what he has for us in year two, eh? Amen. Thanks, Chi. I want to read to you from uh, Hebrews 10. Lindsay uh, mentioned it just a, just a little while ago. It says here um, in verse 23, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful, and God has, he has been faithful. And, and we can't, as she says, we can't swerve away from that. We can't lose sight of Jesus. He has to be the center of this community and everything, and in and through everything we do. And the writer says here, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So we've got some time now, and I'd love to hear from you, your encouragement to this community. One of the things we've set out to do at Renew is to make this church a family. We have made the decision not to go down the road of production-style church. We've made the decision not to go down the road of entertainment church where you come and you sit in your seat and you get a message and you sing some songs and you go off and live your life and nobody really knows you and it's like, I don't know what that is anyway. The kind of picture that we have from Scripture of church is, is of family, of people knowing each other, of people walking alongside each other, but it takes a little bit of courage to live out that faith, to not veer off from it. And so we've got some time, 15 minutes or so, and I thought today would be a good day for people to come and just to share briefly what God has done or is doing. David, just don't be too long, David. <laughs> I knew where we have coffee, then it goes on forever. Um, I just, I was talking to Sylvia, and Sylvia and I have this thought about um, 
a real family. You know, you have churches that actually put the word family in their name, but when you go along, it's not much of a family. And uh, so Sylvia and I are agreeing about the feeling we have here, that it's real family. And I'm talking to Glenn this morning, and he said, yeah, we have the same feeling, you know. And I thought, well, it's not just us. It really does feel like a family. And, and I think that's what... Um, that, that Andrew and, and Chi and uh, Eugene set out to do and that's actually what's happening. You know, people have been, yeah, it's actually, I feel better than a family. You know, some families are, don't work but I think our family is, is working really well. So, yeah, it's, I just think that it's coming together after 12 months. I think it's really starting to work and it's, it's a good feeling that everybody cares for everybody and I think that's, that's what's important. That's what we set out to do. That's awesome, David. Thank you. And Doug, Douglas was on his way first. Uh, okay, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn and then Doug. Thank you. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, I just want to comment on what David said. Um, uh, Artie and I spend a lot of time down Bunbury, Bustleton Way with my work. And we really love that place down there. And we've been driving around looking, looking at house prices. <laughs> and we come back this time and we looked at each other at the same time and said, no, we don't want to leave that church because it is family. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> Amen to that. Morning, everyone. And yes, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm just so encouraged. I'm so encouraged to come every Sunday and just meet you people. I, it really, really excites me to meet you, to be able to see how families have moved. Y yes, we've heard this morning how, how people have changed, how people have grown, how people have extended themselves. For me, it's really, really encouraging. Uh, already... To hear your story and to just understand where you're coming from and where you're going to, it's really, there's fingerprints all over your journey. God's fingerprints in your life. Glenn, the things that you're facing just in terms of your fitness levels, your knees, the fact that you keep coming Sunday after Sunday, you're not expecting an instant fix You've got your eyes fixed on Jesus, and that encourages me. When I see Leanne at the back, we're not expecting an instant fix, but Leanne has got her, her eyes focused, focused on Jesus. That, that encourages me. For, for me to come and listen to the leaders that we've got, Eugene, Andrew, Chi, and, and all of you who bring something to the party, that excites me. To see Matt and Laura come, and, and they have challenges. They have challenges. To see them come every Sunday, they, they're hoping. And they're, they're hoping for a quick fix, but they've got their eyes fixed on Jesus. They know that it's not in our time, but it's in his time. Fresh to have your challenges with OV so many miles away. We lift you up. We lift you up. We really do. JP, Courtney, the expectation of growth, marriage, we love you, we love you. Christelle, Bert, Louise, 
everything that you guys are going through, we are really encouraged. We are really encouraged to see Stefan and Liesl, Robin and Nikki come along. From just being new people coming into the church and, and extending yourselves. And now you're part of the setup team. And, and we really are encouraged. We really are. Uncle Peter, a big part of the, of the welcome team. Uncle Peter, Christine, we love you guys. We love you guys. Pete, Dion, Bev, Ian. Ian, even with your challenges, we love you. We love you. <laughs> Greg, Serena, lovely to hear your story. Lovely to hear your story. And the fact that you are encouraging us. The two young guys at the back there, Erna, Orrin, they told me today that they are aiming towards exams. And, and so I just encourage them by saying, an exam is something that just keeps us on track. I, I said to them, if we're planning to go there and be there, it doesn't help that we keep going in this direction. And an exam is just something that tells you, hey, you're of course. It's not a crisis to find out, hey, you're a little bit of course. If you're expecting to be there, an exam is a good thing. It just tells you. Hey, listen, this is what you need. This is what you're short of. Andrew, we love you. Thank you for your commitment. Thank you for giving up of your time. Adam and your brother, Jude, you guys are champions. You guys are champions. Pastors, kids. The toughest, the toughest. We love you guys. Thank you, everybody, for being part of the family. I'm sure we're going to have a lovely afternoon of get together so don't rush off don't rush off take your time mingle around there's plenty of food thanks Doug has anybody got anything to say about what God's doing or God's goodness any any testimony of that Debbie I knew you did I was watching you So Billy is going to be really upset that he's not here to hear this. And this is not planned, so yeah, I'm a bit yeah, nervous. I'm prepared. <laughs> so my testimony is just about tithing. And it started about, the story started in Saints. And you were doing one of the messages on tithing. Now we were tithing, um, but just what we could probably not enough. When we came to Australia, we made a lot of bad financial decisions and got into debt really quick and fast and a lot. And there was basically, we were just getting into more and more debt. Um, so with this tithing, I think it's Malachi 3, Malachi 3 10. 10, yes. So you said, this is the only place in the Bible that God says, test me. So I said, okay, well, God, I'm going to trust you. And um, I was sitting in the study and I was doing our budget. And I, you know, when you close your eyes and you just put, you, you do the direct debit, you put up the direct debit to the, to the church. And I said, I have no idea how this is going to work out. The figures on paper don't work out, but I'm going to trust you. And the fortnight came, and 
the direct debits went through and we had enough money. And from there on, it basically just got better. Billy was unhappy in his work. He left the work. To, he actually worked at St. Stephen's for a very, very low salary from where he was, but he was just happy to leave where he was. Um, and then he got a call from Des, his boss. And just we've just been tithing, and it's been going really good, but it's... I'm not, I do not want to talk about the financial side because I don't think you should tithe to think that God is going to, you should not tithe to make money, if, if, if you know what I mean. It's basically, I just want to talk, and that's why I called Vernon Bar and they were in Kids Church, and these kids, we are so blessed with them. And my mom, she had the cancer on her face, and it was, it, it, it was, there was nothing. And two of our daughters have been going through, at the same time, very difficult situations. And God has really been so good to them. Actually, all three of them have been going through things at different times, and God has pulled us through. Zandlene has, in April, um, she was all of a sudden a single mom, and she came to live with us. And we sat at the table, and she said, Mom, can you help me with my budget? And I said, Zandlene, okay. You have to make a decision about tithing. I'm not going to tell you, but you know how it's, I mean, I've been so verbal in my family about tithing. And she said, yes, we're right to tithe. And she, three weeks ago, she moved into her own home. She bought a home on her own. So, She's got extra hours at her work due to a circumstance of another lady. Her personal circumstances changed and Lynn got more work hours. So, and those two as well. They're working. And my boys. I'm just so grateful. You know, and it's, um, it's basically, I think you just need to trust God with, Everything in your life, your money as well. And, um, yeah, he will reward you. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Debbie. You know, when it's, it is very easy to, to, to be a Christian or to, be, to call yourself a Christian, but, but living it out is a very different story. And honoring God in the various areas of our, of our lives, with our time, with our energy, with our devotion, and with our finances, God is looking for it all from us. And the scripture instructs us around these things. And it is quite amazing that it's the one place in scripture where God says, test me in this. Because I think it's the one thing that we battle to really trust God with when we let it go and say, God, I'm just going to honor you in this way. I'm going to ask... 
if the family can come and we're going to lay hands and pray for this family. We're going to do it as a family for a family. So Debbie, Zandeline, Bridget, Lindy, Borant, Werner, come over here. You come stand over here. And uh, they have honored God and God has blessed them. And at the same time, they know how difficult it is sometimes in life. And so can we as a church pray for them this morning? Why don't you come up and just lay hands on them and we're going to pray for them. And Bridget's gone to get Ava. Okay, the family's expanding. That's awesome. Let's pray. Father, we just bring this family before you. We bring every individual who's a part of this family. We bring Billy before you who's not here today. And we thank you for your goodness that we can see in their lives. We thank you, Father, that you have a time, a destination set out for all of them. And we pray, God, that they would find that destiny in you. We pray, God, that even though some choices perhaps have not been made in the right direction, you are so good, God, that you can turn things around. You can work things for the good, as your word teaches us. And so, Lord, I just thank you for your blessing upon this family. But also, right now, I just pray, God, that you would give them wisdom, that you would give them insight, that, Father, every generation within this family will love you and will serve you. And, Father, we just ask for a humility of spirit before you. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would touch deep to deep, heart to heart, Ava, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Is there any last individual who'd like to share? This morning, if you're visiting with us, you, oh, I had my eye on you too. Come sit over here. This morning, if you're visiting with us, it is a little different to the way we normally do things. Um, and uh, it's just a time of, of, of family this morning as we celebrate the, the 12 months. So, Isabel. I love Isabel, and I think Isabel, I don't think she knows it yet, but God has got something huge in store for you. He's got something huge in store for you, and God wants to use you in a very, very, very mighty way, and I've seen it over the months. Isabel, I'm going to start crying, but God has got something. I don't know what it is, but I'm telling you, if you remain faithful to him, he will show himself strong on your behalf. Never forget that. Okay, you can talk. <laughs> I think I just want to start off by saying, like, thank you to every single person in this church. who You've all been such a big support for me. And um, through, like, the years, even just this year alone, there's, like, a lot that has changed in my life. And... Having this family around me every Sunday all the time is just, it's just a constant reminder that God is always here. Like, I see it in every single one of you, and it just, I'm just so grateful for all of you. And um, the support that is um, around this church all the time is actually incredible. Like, some people here... Um, obviously we know I've just finished my last year of high school, I'm graduated, and a lot of people here are just excited as I am about my future, maybe even more, and it just makes me feel so loved, and yeah, I just wanted to thank you, thank everyone. 
I think we've got time for two more. Two more, and then we're going to spend some time in community. Are you back? <laughs> Come sit over here. I've got to tell you, before I give you the microphone, do you know how long it took me to get, Is, uh, to get Natalie to come and pray? She gave me such uphill. I had to spend weeks working on her, and now she's back two times in one morning. I, I just want to say, God is so faithful. And I thank you for this church community. When it started, we all don't know how it's going to go, how it's going to pan out. But I must say, God is so good in terms of my children. I'm just seeing all three of them, especially Isabel just now coming up to share her testimony. How they have grown. So parents, don't give up praying for them. Don't give up dedicating them to the Lord every day. Because I started dedicating them when we were in Northridge to God every day. And to see who they are now. And although we did throw them into the works when the church started to serve in different areas. But they have faithfully done it every Sunday. Especially my Josh who was the only one on sound for a while. Even when sometimes he doesn't feel like it, he said, I will do it for God. So I just want to thank God and the whole family here for praying for each and every one of us. I know you all do because look at my children. I'm just praising Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen, Natalie. That's a great encouragement. Never, ever, ever give up bringing your children before the Lord and praying for them and praying for God's purposes to be seen and fulfilled in their lives. Peter, here's a guy who I just love. I just love him. <laughs> yeah, I promise not to cry today. Um, yeah, look, I'm a bit like yourself. I never wanted to or go back to setting up um, the church we were at um, before this. We actually built a stage so I could put my percussion set on it, um, and I thought I was there for um, till I retired. And then uh, Linz came home and said, uh, "What do you think?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Anyway, it's been a great year, and thank you all for being part of my new life." Um, and on the other note, when I walked in doing a very bad John Wayne um, impression with my knees, um, I went in and had surgery pretty much after we got here, didn't I? Yeah. Well, I saw my surgeon for the last time on Friday, and I'm in the top 20% of knee replacements. <laughs> so I'd just like to thank Jesus for that, and also all you guys that prayed for me. It's been a fantastic year. Happy birthday, guys. Thanks, Pete. Awesome. You are a wonderful... Uh, Barry. Ah... <laughs> oh. Leanne's going to come. For those of you who don't know Leanne, Leanne went through uh, an, um, a very uh, traumatic time and had to have her voice box removed. And so she speaks through writing things down. So are you going to speak it out or should I? <laughs> okay. Now my glasses. So this is from Leanne. I'm grateful for the miraculous joy and peace I have found by being part of a, sa of a safe, 
genuine, authentic, Christ-centered family that is found here at Renew. Thank you. Awesome, Leanne. We love you, Leanne. We love you. Don't rush off. Take some time. If there's folk around here that you don't know, get to know them because uh, this builds, builds a community. And a community that's strong, a community that knows each other, that's bound together, will be an unstoppable force for the kingdom of God. So can we pray? And then uh, we're going to have some time of fellowship and fun. Father, I just thank you for our time here together this morning. And Lord, we give ourselves to you as a church community. Lord, you be the one who turns the pages of our story. You be the one who writes the story of this church. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would guide us and lead us. That your word would come alive, that there'd be words of wisdom, that there would be words of knowledge spoken into the life of this church as each part of the story gets written down. God, our story started 12 months ago and you brought a core group of people together and we've seen so many new faces join us over the course of this year. We're excited about what you have in store for us as a church community. Lord, we want to be obedient. We want to remain humble and we want to follow you. We want to be the kinds of people who are loving and merciful to those around us. We want to be the kinds of people who demonstrate your love. We want to be a people who are genuinely light to a dark, broken world. Lord, we ask that nothing would stand in the way of miracles happening within our midst. We ask, Lord, that people would be healed. We ask, Father, that lives would be turned around. We ask, Lord, for good to come out of bad. We say, Lord, chase the darkness out of our hearts and fill it with light. Redeem, restore, renew. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.